Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Get into the overnight, mainly clear skies. We're in the 20s and lower 30s early tomorrow morning. Sunshine on your Thursday, upper 40s to lower 50s. Our next weather maker arrives late Friday, bringing rain that will continue into early Saturday, cooler next week. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we're sitting at 50 in the nation's capital. 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Kyle Cooper coming up. Time to legislate. The Virginia and Maryland General Assembly start their sessions. We've got the very latest from Richmond and Annapolis. A massive bill takes aim at the city's spike in crime. At the Wilson Building, I'm John Dome. And businesses begin their cleanup in Annapolis after devastating flooding. I'm Luke Lukert. Hunter Biden makes a surprise appearance on Capitol Hill at a hearing about whether to hold him in contempt. We'll speak with CBS News correspondent Catherine Herridge. On Wall Street, the Dow picks up 170. The Nasdaq up 108. S&P up 26. It's 4 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Rescue crews are racing to find possible skiers and snowboarders trapped under an avalanche at a ski resort in Lake Tahoe, California. KOVR TV reporter Andrew Hobner's there. Some of the first people to get the first chairlift of the morning that services skiers and riders, and that group ended up being caught in a pretty bad avalanche. Mountain Ops is up there, emergency services, fire district, police. Police are all up there right now. But there's no telling yet whether anyone's hurt or missing. In Connecticut, hundreds of people are now evacuating to escape floodwaters from a local dam break along the Yantic River. This follows heavy overnight storms in the region. In New York, neighborhoods are dealing with floods and widespread damage. A tree fell on this woman's home in Staten Island. I heard a noise, but with the what goes on on the street, I never thought to, you know, to look. And of all the trees on the street, why this one? Tornadoes and hail hit states further south. A House committee hearing on whether to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress got ugly today. Here's Republican Nancy Mace. I think that uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law. Come on, come on. And the, premise- the president's son refused to testify behind closed doors. He wants to give his deposition publicly to keep lawmakers from allegedly twisting his words. 
The White House, meantime, sounding the alarm on rebel attacks in the Red Sea. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says in the most recent attacks... Iran-backed Houthis launched a complex attack of one-way attack drones, anti-ship cruise missiles, and anti-ship ballistic missiles. And while there were no injuries and no damage... These attacks against vessels in the Red Sea posed a direct threat to the lives, to freedom of navigation, and to global trade in one of the world's most critical waterways. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. Ecuador is still reeling from an outbreak of violence and has declared a national emergency following the prison break of a big gang leader there. Reporter Enrique Acevedo. There's a curfew. Classes have been suspended. Basic services have also been suspended in most of the country. A group of armed men were arrested yesterday for attacking a television station during a live broadcast. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. <laughs> and Tennessee Governor Bill Lee signed the Elvis Act into law today, which protects artists from artificial intelligence. Every one of you who's, a, who's an artist or an engineer or a producer, you have a gift, and it's unique to you. And it's very important that it not be copied, stolen, mocked. It, it's very important that that be protected. This measure aims to protect the state's $6 billion music industry. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on this Wednesday afternoon. It's uh, January the 10th. We've got 48 degrees in Washington going to the mid-50s this afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, it's back to work for lawmakers in both Richmond and Annapolis. We start in Virginia, where history was made today as the state's first black house speaker was sworn in. WTOP's Nick Ionelli begins our team coverage. I, Don Scott. I, Don Scott. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. Democratic Delegate Don Scott is now the first black house speaker in Virginia's history in Richmond, which was once the capital of the Confederacy. I'm grateful and thankful. Scott wiped away tears as he thanked his mother who was in the crowd. I got to honor her today. She raised six children by herself. I said, tell her, don't worry, God, God is my father and he would take care of us. Democratic delegate Luke Torian. It is a proud moment for all of us as we nominate Don Scott as our next Speaker of the House. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The first day of the Maryland General Assembly is also underway. Among the areas of concern, public safety. WTOP's Kate Ryan has that part of the story. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich visited with state lawmakers in Annapolis and said given concerns over crime, he's eager to learn more about Governor Westmore's proposals. We're like everybody else struggling to replace our officers. We could use more support on training and recruitment. Prince George's County Executive Angela also Brooks, who also came to Annapolis for the first day of the legislative session, said, We're going to all work together on public safety. Again, everyone has a role to play. We know that the state has a role to play, especially where juvenile services are concerned. Governor Westmore announced his public safety priorities this week, including addressing needed programs within the Department of Juvenile Services. In Annapolis, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 405, how safe do you feel when you are in the nation's capital? Well, a D.C. council member is out with a big piece of legislation aimed at improving public safety around the city. 
at a time when murders and carjackings are way up. Most of what D.C. Councilmember Brooke Pinto calls the Secure D.C. Bill has already been proposed in recent months. This combines over 100 different provisions in the one 90-page piece of legislation. It includes new and stronger penalties related to gun violence and also expands the definition of a carjacking. To ensure that if you are within the vicinity of a vehicle and it's visible to you, that is considered carjacking. We have to treat these cases with the severity that they deserve. Other provisions address complaints police officers have about some recent reform measures and complaints from the U.S. Attorney's Office. District residents will feel and be safer after we pass this package. And Pinto wants quick action, saying the Public Safety Committee she chairs will vote next week with hope the full council will pass this by next month. At the Wilson Building, John Dome and WTOP News. Neighborhoods all across the area have been hit hard by all the rain and the wind we've had. Some of the worst damage is in Annapolis, where businesses are starting to clean up after the worst flood in more than 20 years. The worst that I've seen. I've been around for a couple years. This is the worst that I've seen. Cameron works at Storm Brothers Ice Cream Factory. He says all their equipment and freezers need to be replaced. There's just so much water this time. There's just no stopping it. We don't ever get, except for hurricanes, you know, we don't ever get two feet of water through the whole store. Meanwhile, further back from the water's edge is the Margaret House and Rise of Coffee. They still open on time, but water level was up to our door here at Market House. We had sandbags up, so it didn't get too far inside, fortunately. No extensive damage there, but staff is still spending hours cleaning up. Yeah, mop up, dry up. In Annapolis, Luke Luger, WTOP News. In Montgomery County, those in charge say they answered more than 50 service calls overnight to remove downed trees and clear flooded roadways. Meantime, thousands of homes and businesses are still without power this afternoon. About 2,500 BGE customers are in in the dark in Anne Arundel County, along with 200 in Prince George's County, 600 in Howard County. Pepco reports more than 700 D.C. customers are still without electricity. Smeco reports 400 customers out in Charles County. And in Virginia, Dominion Energy says it has about 400 customers waiting for the juice to come back on in Fairfax County and another 400 in Stafford County. Several major East Coast cities are sinking, including ours. And groundbreaking new maps show us exactly by how much. WTOP's Lynn Bowie reports this is also a major threat to places such as New York, Baltimore, and Norfolk. Almost every city along the East Coast is sinking or subsiding. Some of them are faster than others. Virginia Tech Associate Professor Manu Chersh says the big impact of subsidence is more flooding. For example, in the Washington, D.C. area, that would impact the metro system and airports. Land subsidence can cause prolonged flooding of the runways. Subsidence happens naturally, but our groundwater use makes it worse. He says we should take action now, build seawalls, elevate infrastructures, and reduce our reliance on groundwater. We can avoid the catastrophic outcomes. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Harris Teeter brings back a freebie that fell victim to the pandemic. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here is Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, the Patuxent watershed still accepting runoff in Upper Marlboro. Part of Marlboro Pike, I think, is still underwater between 202 and 301, and the Water Street Bridge is in the drink, and that is closed uh, across the waterway from between uh, downtown and Route 4. There's also a dirt spill on Route 4, a trail of clumps of dirt uh, south of uh, Woodyard Road toward 301, and crews might still be sweeping that up. But there aren't any 
any big incidents around the region. There aren't any big disruptions around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Rush hour volume delays, but otherwise uneventful. And it's a much easier trip across the Bay Bridge compared to this time yesterday. In fact, it's, for the most part, smooth sailing, delay-free across the Chesapeake. 270.95 in Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Not so bad at all. And in Virginia, just slow westbound on 66 through Centerville. The crash on the right shoulder of the 29 on-ramp, but the lanes and ramps open there, 395 and 95. Occasionally slow in southbound stretches through southwest, south Arlington, Springfield, and into Woodbridge, but the lanes are open as far south as Fredericksburg. Southbound GW Parkway, a little heavy in the long-term work zone on new pavement near 123. Northbound, you're in good shape toward the uh, Capitol Beltway, although there is some slow traffic that has cropped up near Turkey Run, so there might be might be a lane block there. And on the other side of the river, Claire Barton Parkway, there had been a crash reported near the Glen Echo turnaround. Uh, obviously, no cameras being a National Park Service byway, but the potential of outbound delays. Go electric, the Fitzway, looking for an electric car, try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ionic or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head on over to Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. A windy and chilly day, but at least it's going to be dry. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50 this afternoon with good gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour. Winds will ease later this evening, mainly clear overnight. Sunshine tomorrow near 50 degrees. Increasing clouds on Friday ahead of our next weather maker. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center center. Temperatures around the Washington area right now, 48 DuPont Circle, 46 in Germantown, and 50 degrees in Annandale. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence, a 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. More job cuts at Amazon. It is laying off a third of its staff at its Twitch live streaming service and cutting hundreds of jobs in its prime video and studios business. Amazon has cut more than 27,000 jobs company-wide since late 2022. Home buyers taking on adjustable rate mortgages generally borrow more, but it's much more right now. The Mortgage Bankers Association says the average loan size of an ARM application last week was $863,000, more than twice the average 30-year fix application. One more victim of the pandemic is finally back, the Harris Teeter cookie jar. Harris Teeter removed the bins of free sugar cookies for the grabbing for sanitary reasons. They are back starting today. The free cookies are technically for kids, but anyone can grab one. Turned out to be a good day on Wall Street. The Dow finished the day up 170 points, almost a half percent. The S&P 500 up 27, a half percent gain. The Nasdaq up 112. That was more than a half percent. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, was this political theater or something beyond that? Hunter Biden's surprise appearance on Capitol Hill. We'll talk about it with CBS News correspondent Catherine Harridge just ahead. It's 412. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save this new year? Well, you don't need to be on a family plan to get the best deals. Switch to Verizon and get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. 
there's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. But this offer won't last forever. So switch now to get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. A better plan to save is Verizon. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Later this hour on WTOP, are more people getting sick recently? We were going to talk about that with Dr. Celine Gounder, CBS News medical contributor. It's 414. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Good Feet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Kyle Cooper. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Hunter Biden made an unexpected appearance at a House Oversight Committee hearing today. It set off a chaotic debate in the chamber over whether he should be held in contempt of Congress for ignoring subpoenas late last year. It also angered some Republican lawmakers who called his presence a political stunt. Here's South Carolina's Nancy Mace. Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. You showed up on the Hill, on the Senate side, the day of that congressional subpoena to defy it and spit in the face of this committee. That's what you did. Well, let's go live to CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge, who's with us on Skype. Welcome back, Catherine. Good to be with you. What the heck do we make of this appearance by Hunter Biden? Well, it's a split decision. The critics say it's a publicity stunt. Uh, supporters say that he's making his point in a very public way. The argument is over the enforcement of this congressional subpoena. It's requiring him to sit for a transcribed interview, so a closed-door deposition. Hunter Biden's legal team says we want to do it publicly. We think there are leaks surrounding these depositions. But I would point out that both Republicans and Democrats, what standard is doing these transcribed interviews first and then the public testimony. So it is a fairly standard practice on Capitol Hill. So, Catherine, you're speaking with us tonight from Los Angeles because tomorrow Hunter Biden is due to appear in federal court there. What's that all about and what can we expect from that? Well, this is uh, the federal tax indictment that was brought in California. There are nine charges. Six are misdemeanors, failure to file and failure to pay. And then the most severe charges, which are three felony tax charges, including allegations of tax evasion and filing false 
returns. I mean, if he was convicted of everything, he could be looking at 17 years in prison. Uh, the legal experts we've spoken to here at CBS News say that this indictment is the most serious and the one to watch because it seems to leave the door open to additional charges in a superseding indictment involving potential violations of foreign lobbying laws. And how else does this California tax case compare to some of the other matters he faces? Well, the the other two are uh, a potential charge, uh, contempt of Congress, which we talked about at the beginning of the segment. That's what the Republicans are trying to move towards. And then there's the felony gun case in uh, Delaware. Uh, in October of last year, he entered a plea of not guilty to three felony counts. Uh, the allegation is that he uh, purchased and owned a handgun while being a drug user. Uh, and this involved a number of false statements to authorities. His lawyers have indicated that they're going to seek to have it dismissed. They say they can't prove that he was on drugs when he bought this weapon in October of 2018. And they also think they're constitutional issues with any kind of restriction uh, on gun ownership. But that case, most experts say, is... Uh, sort of a minimal case, if you will, compared to the tax case, which is a paper-driven, document-driven case. All right, Catherine, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. You're welcome. That is CBS correspondent Catherine Herridge. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. History made in Richmond, Virginia, as both the Virginia and Maryland General Assemblies get back to work. Stay with us for an in-depth conversation coming up at 445. And a judge denies former President Trump's request to give the closing argument at his own civil fraud trial in New York. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 418 traffic and weather on the 8s and it's brought to you by Northrop Grumman. Innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. From the chain bridge toward the Capitol Beltway on the George Washington Parkway, northbound traffic slows near Turkey Run. On the Clara Barton Parkway, outbound traffic heavy as well. Police were wrapping up their response to something near Glen Echo with the turnaround open now. And our Wednesday traffic is, for the most part, uneventful on the interstates in Maryland and Virginia. Congestion is about normal on the Beltway on I-295 and 395 southbound, leaving D.C. on 95 as well through the Commonwealth and the Old Line State. Upper Marlboro, Maryland, the water is still high and Water Street is still blocked between Route 4 and Main Street. Route 4 southbound past Woodyard Road, dirt cleanup on the right. Route 50 between Bowie and the Bay Bridge, you're good to go. A much smoother ride across the Chesapeake today. A new year calls for a better bed at mattress firms. Once a year, mattress and clearance save up to 60% on select mattresses. The right mattress matters, and mattress firm will find yours. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, peeking out the windows of the WTOP studios here. Sunshine, not gloom and rain and all that. Is it going to last? Let's find out the details of our live now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Yeah, we've got clearing skies here, so at least we've got a beautiful sunset coming our way. Our temperature is out there right now in the 40s to around 50 degrees. Again, we'll continue to see skies clear and winds will get a bit lighter, which means light winds, clearing skies. We've got a cold overnight coming our way between 25 and 35 degrees. Now, tomorrow, just here's a wow for you. Uh, sunshine and temperatures that will top out in the lower 50s across the area. Mm. I mean, that is the 
best weather, guys, that we've had all week long. That's the day you really want to get out. For Friday, we'll go back the other way with increasing clouds. And yes, we're tracking another big weather maker. This one will bring another round of uh, blustery rains to the area. Our winds not looking quite as high as what we got yesterday. We could see some gust around 40 miles per hour. The wind continuing through Saturday. But the rain will start during the evening hours, so well after sunset, around 7, 8 p.m. or so, and probably only last till about 2 o'clock Saturday morning. So it's a quick dose for us. Again, looking like we'll get about an inch of rain Friday late going into early Saturday morning. Temperature on Friday will top out around 50 degrees, but here's the thing. It has been pretty soggy since December 1st to date. It's our wettest stretch on record in 152 years with close to 10 inches for the Washington, D.C. area and our third wettest January now to mm. date. And now again, we're talking about getting another inch of rain late Friday. Right now, we've got 46 degrees Ashburn, Virginia, Warrington at 48 in Maryland, Bowie coming in at 48 degrees and holding at 50 now Waldorf. All right. Thanks so much, Veronica. Coming up on WTOP, a boil water alert in part of our area. That's next. 422. The much anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride and drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, January 19th through 28th. Tickets at Washington Auto Show. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. This is WTOP News. 423. Well, new this afternoon, there is a boil water alert in North Stafford. This comes after complications from a water main break last night and all that heavy rainfall. Stafford County says this is being done as a precaution because changes in water pressure could lead to contamination. So if you are in North Stafford, you are strongly advised to boil your water or drink bottled water. However, Stafford schools have confirmed they are not affected by the boil alert and their water is safe for use. We've been telling you for weeks about the spike in COVID cases in our region and around the country. And a new variant, JN1, makes up almost half of the COVID cases in our area and across the country right now, according to the CDC. But COVID is not the only virus on the rise. There are hundreds of respiratory viruses. We don't test for all of them. Currently, the ones we test for most frequently are the flu, COVID, and RSV, because those are the three that get people the sickest, that are most likely to land you in the hospital and to kill you. But there 
there are many, many others, and we just don't always test for them. So sometimes it's a little bit hard to know which of those others it might be. That's CBS News medical contributor, Dr. Celine Gounder, who joined us a bit earlier here on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace here, full of surprises for us this afternoon, especially in the NFL. Well, you know, i got to keep you guys on your toes. That's <laughs> true. That's why we come true. in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pete Carroll is out after uh, 14 seasons, 10 playoff appearances, and the Super Bowl championship. He's out as Seahawks head coach and moving to an advisory role. It was a decision uh, the ownership said after thoughtful meetings and careful consideration, and they said they kind of agreed on doing it. So I got it's a, not a little slogan for you. It's not, what's the slogan? PC for DC. No. Okay. <laughs> No. All right. Nope. George is not buying not it. Not buying that slogan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, <laughs> now he could go on to coach elsewhere, but right now he's going to be in an advisory role with the Seattle Seahawks. And the Seahawks, of course, already reportedly in, among others, Dan Cam- uh, Dan Quinn. Not Dan Campbell. He's not going anywhere. Dan okay. Quinn, <laughs> the assistant uh, defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, who did serve as a Seahawks assistant in 2009 and 10, and then the D coordinator in 2013. So stay tuned for that. Commander's interview is continuing today. Bears assistant GM Ian Cunningham and Eagles assistant.